The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? A-Town Connection right here. You got Young Bloods uh, featuring Daddy Fat Sack. You know what I'm talking about? Outcast. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like this. Check it out. in the front soldiers in the back how y'all doing out there in the world this is another episode of the crown of college podcast brought to you by the coast of the podcast network check us out at cspn.us i am one and half of the host of the team of the crown of college show aka i am bianca aka tall bianca xo on twitter aka tall auntie and comfy shoes aka um but you can't use my phone aka Let that beat drop. Anyway, I'm joined as always. You are doing amazing, sweetie. I am the other half of the show. I am Jeremy, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka Nigamort, aka Vice President Big Knees. Uh, welcome back, listeners. Welcome back to another week. Um, no, we took uh, last week off, but we are back with hashtag content. Um, I hope that you all in our week aspects, I hope y'all went back and listened to old episodes because, you know, that helps us out tremendously. Yeah, uh, those numbers up. Get those numbers up. Um, every little bit counts. So we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that. Um, we appreciate everybody that takes the time that shares the show on our social media platforms. And we also appreciate everybody that takes the time to leave us reviews and uh, ratings. However, you listen to your podcast through your podcast listening devices. Uh, we haven't gotten any uh, new reviews as of yet, but we have been getting a lot more ratings. Um, thank you to everyone everybody that's putting in that work. Um, get us get us um, up and out here. Um, so yeah, let me pay some of the bills, ah, some of the bills right quick. Uh, CSPN.us is uh, the web, the network hub. Uh, click that Crown and College tab. We'll listen to every episode thus far. Um, and if you like what we, our hashtag content, mosey on over to that Keep Our Podcast free tab on the right side of our website and shop with all of our many sponsors from Wink Wine Co., Blue Apron, Amazon, Busted Tees. Um, it's a no extra cost to you. It just gives <clears throat> the the boss man's me and Don. Uh, shout out to Don. He who is Don DeLorente. It gives us a portion of the brick that goes directly to the network uh, to keep the lights on around this motherfucker and Keep giving you all this hashtag content for free, so you won't have to pay to listen to my ass sound like a flask of motor oil. AKA Kerouac, I'm on the road again, podcast from the road. Let's do this. Woo! That's correct, Beyonce's, Bianca's podcast on from the road today. So we do have hashtag content. I'm on board with this stuff that just happened there. The- <laughs> Uh, we and I, we're also going to debut a brand new segment uh, later on to, later on in the show. But we're going to start with a bit of news in the, the NFL. <sighs> the league I'm refusing to support this year. Say what? The league I'm refusing to support this year. Same, 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 <laughs> same. I really don't give a fuck about football no more. To be perfectly goddamn honest, um, but this is more so of a. It's a sports story, but it's more so of a humanity story. Uh, so, LaShawn McCoy, uh, running back uh, for, the, uh, for Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo Bills running back. Um, and I have this article up from The Root. Uh, shout out to The Root. Uh, 
Just a week ago, news broke that Buffalo Bills running back LaShawn McCoy's ex-girlfriend, Delisha Gordon, had been savagely beaten in a robbery that she, her close friend, who shared the images of Gordon's bloody and bruised face on Instagram, and her attorney claimed was orchestrated by McCoy. Now Gordon's attorney, Tanya Mitchell Graham, is claiming that Gordon isn't sure whether McCoy had anything to do with the home invasion. Uh, Gordon and McCoy have been engaged in a court battle over the residence that McCoy claims he allowed his then-girlfriend to inhabit while they were in a relationship. When the relationship ended, McCoy reportedly wanted the residence along with the jury that was loaned to Gordon for public appearances to be returned. Gordon claims that the home and jury were gifts and therefore didn't need to didn't need to return anything. After the home invasion, Gordon told 911 that McCoy set me up, but now Graham told CBS News on Friday, Gordon is less certain that McCoy was involved in the home invasion and is planning to move out of the residence. According to mm, uh, ooh, ooh, mm, according to Bleacher Report, that's why I did the heavy SI. <laughs> uh, on three separate occasions. According them niggas. Ooh, 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 the ghetto. Uh, <laughs> on three separate occasions, police were called to the home owned by McCoy in an attempt to retrieve, quote, high-end jewelry items on a loan to Gordon, to go, to Corden. I've been saying this one with name so wrong. It's Corden, not Gordon. Corden. I apologize profusely. Reading too damn fast. From jewelers, McCoy reportedly told officers he feared Corden might make, quote, false accusations about him. Mm. Uh, da, 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 scrolling around a little bit. McCoy immediately took the Twitter to claim his innocence after the images of a bloody and badly beaten Gordon were released on Instagram with claims that the running back not only was influential in the attack, but that he also was using steroids and that the friend and Gordon had witnessed him witness him abuse his child and his dog. Um, so yeah, that was what we know so far as uh, we're recording this on Monday night. Um, not pretty much close to 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. And that was the last report and the last thing that we know up until 3.30 Eastern Standard Time earlier today as we're recording. So, um, um, mm, Bianca, your thoughts? Because I got some stuff running through my mind. Oh, God, the villain thought is, like, what happened to just a peaceful breakup? Just Yeah, right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is up with this snap shit? Like, what? <laughs> like, this damn CSI shit. Like, what happened to just going your mutual separate ways and, you know, nobody has to be beaten or abused and, you know, just a just an old-fashioned, right, you know. I don't, I don't anymore. You don't want this anymore. Let's block our numbers on the phone and keep it moving. Right. Like, I, I just don't know. Um, I will say this. Um, it gives me pause to concern because because Shady because Shady did um Shady did hire the lawyers that represented uh Ben Roethlisberger and Ray Lewis, so it gives me a pause because if you got those two lawyers that got those two niggas off of the shit they was accused of and and did to be perfectly honest but anyway um then I don't know Shady that brings a red flag but I just <sighs> oh, I think that shit like, but um like yeah you know we still gotta say that word cause you know 
Yeah, allegedly, because we don't want to get sued. But um, I know when it first go to the Shady McCoy podcast Slither Network. No, that's not no, no, right, no. right. Because that shit would be lame as fuck. I'm sorry, but Shady just looked like one of them lame ass niggas. <laughs> he just looked like a lame. I'm sorry, like he looked, you know, he looked like. <laughs> LaShawn McCoy look like one of them niggas that you can't take to the club because they don't know how to handle their liquor. Correct. Like, he just looks like one of them niggas that always get you into a fight because he don't know how to control his goddamn self when he gets one too many shots. And so you always got to, like, he, he'll start the fight and then you got the, in, in trying to, he start the fight and then you got to not only try to calm his ass down, but then tell the other person, like, look, I know my friend an asshole, but I can't let you whip his ass. And then y'all just end up in a fight. Right. Um, Let us also note that LaShawn McCoy is the guy who previously was in the news for tipping 20 cents on a restaurant bill once. Mm. Mm. Right. Mm. Which earned him the nickname from uh, ESPN's Michael Smith, uh, cut on two dimes. Mm. Twitter name is cut on the dime 25, and it was like, nope, actually, you cut on two dimes, 20 cent tipping ass. Mm. I thought it was good. He's a cheap bastard. Right. <laughs> no uh, no, right. Don't get you slipping though. But um all I will say is this. Um, ooh, um when those pictures first dropped and when the f- story first broke, I will say that his statement on Twitter was left a lot to be desired. Um again, we don't there's as more stuff is coming out, we don't know. Um, who assaulted the girlfriend uh, with the ex-girlfriend. We don't know who assaulted um, Corden. Um, it was, as usual, when this story first came out, it was a lot of niggas looking funny in the light, um, automatically going up for an abuser and, well, an alleged abuser, because, again, we don't know. But uh, like, it's it's just, like I, I hope that the, I know where you're going with this. I hope that the social shift becomes, like, we don't know, but at minimum, it's reason to believe he's complicit. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Like I don't I'm, go right to he did it necessarily, but you can say, hey, based on like every factor that we currently know, like they broke up recently, and he probably wanted to leave, and all these other things. Like, there's a decent not, chance that like you can draw that line toward him being complicit at minimum. I'm not saying he was. Yeah. The one punches necessarily yeah because i'm because that's what i meant because like at first and this is the thing like when you talk about a culture shift like at best at at minimum the least that people you know as we've been well some of us as we've been growing and learning more about domestic uh violence and stuff like that not just from social media but also you know because i mean we've also seen it in like tv and news where if you get good sources and stuff because um and stuff like we've been we've been become as a society more aware hopefully um but at minimum a, a good i don't know you know what i mean it, it, a good i don't know will do you at, right. at, at minimum and that's perfectly okay because honestly now that don't you know most of us coming out i don't know if he did it but like you said i think at minimum he's he was at least complicit Right, he, he um, knows, like, you know, and 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 man, there's no telling what he even knows necessarily, but like, he knows something, like, just this right. way to 
like beyond the pale for that to just be like no knowledge whatsoever on this part. Um, but I mean, again, niggas, niggas gonna nig. Um, but I I want to see it'll be interesting to see how the NFL handles this because we know and we'll get to one an, another case of this in a second. We know how trash the NFL is when it comes to shit like this because oof. But um, I don't know. I just I I it looks shady. No pun intended. It looks shady. Now what I will say is this. Uh, I do think it's fair to look at that friend a little bit side eye. Uh, not not the girlfriend, well, his girlfriend, but her friend that originally posted this. Um, because in the original post, it basically came off as like, we know what you really about, and we've been letting you slide until basically, basically until you put you put your hands on our friend, right? From, from the original post, so I think it's fair to give to look at that friend side eye because from, from what I saw and, and Bianca you correct me if I'm wrong but from what I saw from the first alleged post it seemed like Shady allegedly had a history of abuse of that dog and his child which is a child that he didn't have with the ex-girlfriend and the ex-girlfriend stepped in to try to protect the child and then Shady started beating on her too allegedly and from the post it seemed like they that friend knew about all this shit and basically gave Shady a pass until he started putting hands on the ex-girlfriend allegedly. Right. So I do think it's felt to give that friend a side eye because it's like my girl. Mm. Um, but what we do know is that some somebody assaulted the ex-girlfriend. We don't know who. And we don't know fully who was responsible, but it's fair to say that Shady probably Shady is at least complicit. Right, he, it's oh. more likely he knows something than he knows nothing. Right, exactly. You know, so out on his story and see how it develops, but um, yeah, that's that's oof. Like again, you never like to see that. So right, right. Um, so speaking of speaking of more things you never like to see, so uh, James Winston um has been suspended or will be suspended from by the NFL for two no for three games. He will be suspended for three games. Uh, the latest article that I could find about it was that um, he is he apologized to the Uber driver who claims that the Tampa Bay Bucks running back sexually assaulted her during a ride during the 2006. You call a man a running back? I damn sure did. <laughs> that was unintentional shade because I damn sure. <laughs> I don't think he could. Blake Bortles in the foot race, to be perfectly honest. Mm. Yeah, I'm not he, even Hill in the race. I'm just using like Florida based like pro quarterbacks. No, I'm picking up which foot now. But the quarterback, excuse me, <clears throat> uh, sexually assaulted uh, Uber driver in 2016. Um, and he and from the article I had pulled up, he basically blamed it on the alcohol. Uh, Uber driver had previously claimed that she picked up Winston from a bar area in Scottsdale, Arizona, took him to a drive-thru restaurant where he forcibly grabbed her vagina. Um, this is James's statement. Uh, first and foremost, quote, first and foremost, I would like to say I'm sorry to the Uber driver for the position I put you in. It is uncharacteristic of me and I genuinely apologize. Mm. Now, Important to note, uh, Winston never denies the allegations in his statement, but we've learned he's probably telling his friends he did not grope the woman. 
The NFL doesn't believe him, and in a statement of their own that an investigation showed Winston touched the touched the driver in an inappropriate and sexual manner without her consent. Mm. Now, uh, it is interesting considering Winston's past. He was accused of raping a woman while in while a, while a student at Florida State. This case was ultimately dropped because the investigation was a mess. Uh, which is kind of where so I have about that case that was dropped and it kind of ties to this one. I never know if Jamin Winston really raped that woman at Florida State. What I do know is that the university and his and the police made sure that that investigation would never see the light of day. Because how the fuck you report, the woman went to the police, report something, reported it, they went to the school. They went to the school. School ain't ain't investigate shit. Apparently, it's it was a um phone that recorded this assault. To turn up the the phone missing. They wait for a whole year to do the investigation. Phone turn up missing. Then when they go to James and his coaches, they basically they basically tell them, "Oh, we ain't investigating shit. We ain't investigating shit." Yeah, no, that's silly. Um, I gotta step off for just a quick second. Jeremy, hold it down. Uh, tell people a little bit more about the whole, uh, the whole shit. One Florida statement too with this whole situation. Uh, right. So again, like I always say, I never know if Jamin Winston Winston is a is a rapist, but I do know that the university made sure that he it, that shit would not be investigated. I do know that the police basically went to bed and basically let the university punk them in saying, yeah, y'all not investigating this shit. How you go a full ass year? The woman, the alleged victim reported the shit one year. You had a whole ass year to go talk to this nigga about it. Then the nigga basically, his coaches basically tell you, ain't no phone, that the phone that allegedly has this shit recorded, ain't no phone. We ain't talking to y'all. Good the hell look, everybody. And y'all the police. This is, y'all supposed to investigate this shit. Y'all basically let the university punk y'all. So again, like I say, I don't know if he's a rapist or not. But what I do know is that that investigation of him allegedly raping somebody was a mess. And what I do know is, fast forward to the day, that he has a history of being accused of some shit like this. So, and even and then another caveat, one of the partners that he was with at the time at Florida State involving th- that assault shit. He in jail. Guess who he just guess who get James tried to use as an alibi and a and, and a cop out for this shit with this Uber driver in 2016. That same nigga. And his ass, from what I've seen, his ass think about snitching basically. So again, I don't know if James Winston is a rapist. But what I do know is Jameis Winston often finds finds himself in situations where he's being accused of assault. So I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. But what I do know is everybody in this situation, except for the Uber driver, everybody in this situation is suspect as fuck. Jameis Winston suspect as fuck. The NFL suspect as fuck. You can't trust neither one of these parties. You can't trust Jameis because they got a history of being accused of assault. With shaky investigation at 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 best, and then the NFL, we know how the fuck they are about personal conduct and all this type of shit. 
So it's a so no nobody is is a good party in this shit. Well, other than the Uber driver, because she, you know, it's not her fault, and she didn't ask for Jameis. First of all, first of all, Jameis. First of all, Jameis looked like a goddamn foot. Right back. Okay, thank you. Walked yeah. at the wrong damn time. First <laughs> monologue, rather. No, that's fine. Well, maybe that was the right time. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that was the right time. But no, I was just wrapping up saying that James Winston looked like a foot. He looked like a crunchy toe. Where's the lie? I mean, I ain't said it was one, so. But I don't... Yeah, no. Um, Kane's alone. Like that should just like make the suspension even longer. I don't know. I don't. I don't value honesty in that way. Um, when it comes like this, where it's like, hey, I'm just gonna tell like 18 different stories, and then the 18th one's the street one. We're still here. Yeah, I was just—I—I I, I talked for so long. I was just letting you get your thoughts off. Well, no, I was just making sure. Um, let's see. But yeah, like I said, I don't. This nigga got a history of getting himself in situations where he being accused of assault. So I'm just saying, I ain't saying, but I'm just saying. Yeah, man. He oof. issues. Size 12. Mm-hmm. But anyway, moving on. So uh, speaking of issues, <laughs> Bianca, I'm going to let you bring bring it in on this one. All right. So our favorite rapper of all time, Azealia Banks, um, is in the news again. Azealia Banks made an appearance on TV show Wild It Out. Um, I don't know if this is going to air or not because they tape the whole season, like, you know, in a, in a set and then they show it like later. Um, and yeah, she was caught out here being a, a, a head ass, you know, to put it one way. Um, and yeah, she took to Instagram to tell everybody about her experience on Wild It Out. Um, let me grab the exact quote here. Bear with me one second, two seconds, three seconds. It'll be a second. Hang tight. Um, okay, she went on Instagram. And she said, I did wildin' out today. There were tons of pre-planned colorist jokes and, of course, crybaby cried. Some scrawny little black Atlanta twink was prepared for me. They planned this, hit me on short notice. Let me pull up and read this. <laughs> this is just meandering already. Um, they planned this, they hit me on short notice, told me I didn't have to participate in the coon-ass freestyle battles. Parentheses, not my style. And I was to sing my song and go home. I show up and some guy who's darker than me starts calling me ugly and being colorist. And all of a sudden, a choir of the most disgustingly basic local cattle call urban pseudo comedic fat because you sit in a chair all day. Greasy soul food induced south of the Mason Dixon self-hatred ass backwards post Jim Crow post-traumatic slave disorder true self-esteemless water to state clowns with their low scale and highly unimpressive resume start going off about how beautiful how the beautiful Azalea Banks looks. Never felt so much hate and rage for anyone else than I did in that moment. Amaya was really on stage. Then she went to Instagram and posted the following. 
If I were to make fun of Nick Cannon for having lupus and being weak and sickly, if I made a joke that said he'd be dead by the end of the year, then Azalea Banks is the bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Nick Cannon saw that and he wasn't impressed. His response was, don't you hate when you create your own storms but forget your umbrella? Ooh, shade. Shade. Azalea Banks, we are praying for you. Speedy recovery, healing. She wilding out for real. Hashtag karma. Mm. When you do clownery. You do all the clownery. Okay, so that's the thing that happened. And if you were to take Azalea Banks at her word, first off, what the hell is your problem? And secondly, <laughs> um, I feel like you could ask her that all the fucking time. Right. And secondly, you, you just got to know that there's more to this story. Well, someone was at this show, someone who has no interest in, like, taking a side necessarily, and they came hashtag with it. Um, this person said, okay, so boom, I did end up going to the Wild and Out taping this past Saturday. Want to know who the guest was? Azalea Banks. Let's discuss. I'm just going to, I'm going to skip around with this one. So I show up to the two o'clock taping with my girl. Another friend of ours works on a set, was able to get us into the holding room, um, for backstage access. We walk in, it's internet comedians. They're all shorter in person. Instagram models galore, who kind of all got the same face and build, just saying. Anyway, it was packed. Everyone with their guests. We were smoking weed. Got a contact high. As soon as I walked in, we head to the bar. And my friend tells me that it's Azalea Banks right behind me. Disclaimer. I overall like Azalea Banks. She said done some treacherous shit, but I still want her to win for some reason. I was also curious to see if this internet persona is how she is in real life. Nick Cannon walks in. They do a prayer. It's the end of the season. Glory be to God. Yada, yada. It's a big screen playing the footage. We see them introduce Azalea. She's looking nervous and awkward. The usual games commence, and she's not very good at any of them. It's fine, that's not her job, but she seemed like she didn't really want to participate at all. Then it all goes to shit quickly, and I mean quickly. The game they play called How Fly Is He or She starts, and they change it to How Petty Is He or She for Azalea, and they should have known that this was a bad idea. Comedian B. Simone, who was on Banks' team, joked that Azalea is so petty that she called up Cardi to congratulate her on being a single mother. Azalea Banks literally says, no, I didn't, and was trying to argue with her. Again, mind you, this person was on her same team. Mm. Then DC Young Fly, who was on the red team, the opposite team, steps up to battle her, and he says something about her being ugly, which, if you know anything at all about DC Young Fly, he says that about everybody. Correct. That, gets upset he one of them people. He one of them people that he gonna crack these jokes regardless. And he, like his his first joke is gonna be something about you ugly. Like it's some people whose first joke is gonna be something about your ashes. Some people's. Like Michael Blackson, you know, you black motorsucker. Like that's just that's just what they do. I mean, we can we can over apply 2018's rules to a show that was founded in 2005 if you want to. And I'm not saying you necessarily be wrong for doing so, but again, like this is an opt-in show. It's not like she was like dragged to it. Anyway, she gets upset and she starts hollering about we're not doing that colorism shit. And everyone on set, everyone on set was like, who said that? Looking around confused, bewildered, astonished, Zillia Banks tries to take a jab at him being gay, and DC Young Fly runs around the set, doubling over in nigger laughter. If you're anything at all like me, upon reading that, you instantly saw it and felt it. She's now yeah. found her target. She gets more upset. She won't let it go. She throws an entire temper tantrum from everybody. The Cannon, the Red Team, the Black Team, production, the Wildin' Out Girls, everybody's coming over trying to get her to calm down. You know, calling her like she's a child. It was the most. Everyone backstage is audibly confused, mouths wide open, like she's really mad. And then she started crying. I guess that's what she did tell the truth. Um, can't believe my big ass eyes are witnessing. Production completely stops for over half an hour. Crew worker asks if we want to go into the audience. So we walked out, we get seated. 
production crew and cast are still scrambling to fix the mess. They somehow get her to come back out and they start up again. You see the young fly is no longer on stage. They do one more round of another game and then a wild style battle starts. DC Young Fly reemerges, and now he looks upset, staying in the back of the team, despite the fact that he usually always participates in this round. She doesn't participate anymore in the game, ends, and her team wins. She then says, they brought me on this show just to make fun of me. It's like, um, yeah, have you seen this show at all, ever, before? It's been out since 2005. Anyway, DC Young Fly mentions to someone, as soon as she performs, I'm walking the fuck out. She performed, and he walked out. She did Anna Winter, which, you know, was pretty good, but at, at that point, no one's really focused on that. Right. Um, and so the cast, you know, still trying to be support, you know, trying to support her as she's doing her song. They start to take turns, Jay setting and catwalking and so forth behind her. And once she realized what they were doing behind her, she turns and she gives them the death stare from the pits of hell. I'm uncomfortable. We all are. Train wreck ends. Everyone goes to regroup. Uh, they stick around for the next show. DC Young flies back and he's cracking on a between takes on the next show in the audience. Saying, hey, Azalea, wherever you are, fuck you. Y'all know she about to get on the internet about this. Y'all better back me up because y'all know the truth. And then I see this on my timeline. He called it. She did it. I don't know all the details of her previous attacks, but this I was personally here for. She did, she did not go down like she described. She lashed out at old boy because she couldn't take a joke. A joke line. You had nothing to do with colorism. And she's fragile as fuck. So this may not have been the best show for you. Now she's attacking everybody on set, including Nick Cannon, who went out of his way to make her feel better. So I can't support her on this shit. Um, big shout out to Marisa LB on Facebook for that firsthand account of what the hell happened on the show because my word. Like, I just... How 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 you... I've never... Well, I don't want to say never, but it's rare that I've seen someone that every place they go no matter what they do, they always got an issue with something. With some damn body. I don't know how Zilly Banks functions. I mean, first of all, I've long given up trying to understand Zilly Banks because good luck to everybody that tried to. But she just, I've never seen someone so toxic. Like, it is astounding. And how she weaponizes every goddamn thing. Right. Like, that's the big thing right there. Like, because here's a person like Azalea Banks saying all that we will about her. At baseline, she's she, she's reasonably intelligent. And at base, yeah. What annoys me about the fact that she is this intelligent is what she does with it. She's very manipulative and she's very like control of narrative with it. Except the problem is she lost control of the narrative so long ago. And like when she went up to Sky Jackson, like that was it. Like that was like that was like fourteen year old. Yeah. Like, like right. this is where you are with it. Um and so, yeah, it became very easy then to, uh, how to say, um, distance, you know, from her because of all her homophobia, her transphobia, the stuff with Zayn Malik, um, you know, homophobia, again, she's called everyone gay, she's made fun of people's skin tone before, she's joked about, you know, bleaching her skin, and probably actually did it, who knows, um, she was talking some shit about being a Trump supporter, like, this is what she does with how intelligent she is. And, like, I I remain, like, jaw agape about the fact that there's an alternate timeline somewhere out there where Azealia Banks is, like, the most influential female rapper, like, by far. And 
the reason that I'm able to believe in such a parallel universe is because, again, at her core, she's a reasonably smart person. She just doesn't use her intelligence for anything particularly productive. Correct. And again, which, like, which makes person, it you can't root for her. Right. Even this person who said she wants to see a win necessarily um, and gave her compliments, gave her props on like a performance. It was like, I couldn't even honestly enjoy it. Like, the performance was fine, but I couldn't even truly enjoy it because uh, all the shit was carrying on she did on a show that is a comedy show. Like, again, I don't think you could start a Wild and Out in 2018 necessarily, but I think a Wild and Out could continue into 2018. And I think a Wild and Out could continue into 2018 with the appropriate contours and social adjustments that, you know, are necessary for it to exist and be a healthy show and whatever, but... The point is, like, she went on to this thing and she, she either she knows what it was and was looking for attention because now she's talking about she canceled her album that she was planning to release. And it's like, what like what do you want from us? What 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 is the thing that we are supposed to give you amidst all of this? Because we give you an inch and you take a mile, but you spend half that mile shitting on people. And the other half of that mile, again, just being like this wonderfully creative, legit, you know, bona fide person or what have you. But you get to the point where people are like, you get what you get when you behave like this. You carry on this way for so long. I just... (sighs) But yeah, with her, anybody who has said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm over this, I'm out. Like... That's a reasonable thing to say at this point. And you can't even spend no energy for. Right. And there was a discussion I got into about the notion of colorism and all. And I was like, well, she wasn't even specific about that because she is on record as saying that she was, you know, talking about like bleaching her skin. And if somebody who she said was darker than her came and huff about bleaching her skin, is that really colorism? Right. Or is that her succumbing to some degree of and feeling like she's got to do something about it? Besides the fact which, if this was truly about colorism and it truly was about bleaching the skin, we already have a social example in Sammy Sosa where we've decided people who bleach their skin, who don't love and can't appreciate the color of their skin, are open season for jokes. We've already established this. We don't, like, I've never heard an interview about why Sammy Sosa felt he had to do what he did to his skin, but here's what I do know. He get them jokes off about him all the time. And these jokes gonna fly. And they will continue to fly because one, they're funny, and two, because the nigga looks like a dark-skinned ghost. <laughs> so if you're gonna carry on in this way, these these might be the repercussions of it. Right, when you do clownery. People might get their skin bleaching jokes off. But again, apparently it wasn't even that. When you when you do bleachery. DC Young Fly started with his opening salvo that he always hits everybody with, with your ugly ass, or, you know, whatever it is. Um, not to the point where I say it on Twitter. Like, you know, they talk about some Republican who did some shit in Donald Trump's cabinet, and, and like, I'll just, I'll quote the story, and I'll say, with his ugly ass, and that'll be the extent of it. I mean, so, second of all, the shit is fucking funny, so. <laughs> right, so... You're going to tell me to stop being funny. I mean, well, good luck to you, but... <laughs> For real, like, oof, oof, oof. I mean, it ain't going to happen, but go off, I guess. <laughs> right? 
piano. Like the my my whole contention is and remains like don't make it this hard to support you. Don't make it this hard to you know back you and, and don't lie. Don't fucking lie. Like don't like she's. I can't stand a lot of things, but the at the top is a liar. Like, somewhere she's telling the story is vilifying the shit out of everybody and not even telling them that she said that shit she said about Nick Cannon, let alone, like, how the shit actually went down. Yeah, but she one of them people that's always got to be a victim. Yeah, she is She is an expert hand-hiding rock thrower. And I don't get how anyone's still following for it at this point. Like, like her music, that's fine. I'm not going to be the one to tell you not to like it. I'm not going to be the one to tell you that you're wrong for enjoying the degree of entertainment that you know again is coming from a person who is problematic in this specific way right but what I will say is stop down on the hill for that's what I will say right and I say that as someone I didn't identify as trans when she said the transphobic shit she did but I can certainly read that and be like yo that's another feather in the cap as to why I took so long to come out um, and so even with that I'm again not being the one to be like yo like if you support her like I can rock with you it's more like you can support her and you can do it over there and I can be over here chilling in my lawn chair with my lemonade and just don't bring that to me yeah I think that's the other part of it too is like when uh, which we're not going to get on a tangent but it's the when you listen or still support your problematic artists or whatever or fave or whatever and then you down the hill for it like if like <laughs> and we won't get too much into it but just don't go for Angela Rye right woo woo cause oh, woo oh, oh. woo yeah, like I saw where you went then I felt where you went and wow yeah yeah you know, but that's the that was that's what causes arguments. Cause listen, let me tell you something. There are listen, the Migos are problematic as shit. Take off probably the least problematic one of them, but they still problematic as fuck. They I don't listen to them like that, but they do have a few songs that I jam to. But if someone will bring up the fact that they are indeed problematic, guess what the fuck I'm gonna do? Shut the fuck up and eat my food. Right, like somebody tell me something like that. Like I'll I'll skip the song and I'll just keep it moving. Like that's whatever. Because I might value the company of the person whose space I'm keeping more than I value necessarily hear a specific song. Now they go away, I might be like, yo, I won't go back to that. Like, I listen to it on my ride home or what have you. But in that moment, I can respect someone's, like, feeling in that way about a person or a group or whatever. Again, without letting it turn into a big fucking blow-up or worse, you know, me alienating my friend over some nigga who don't give a fuck about me. Yeah. But you know, it's just, and you know what? The thing is, like I, I've heard that Azalea is talented. I don't really rock with her music like that, so I wouldn't be able to tell you one way or the other. But it does seem like for some people, it's really a shame because you know, to them, she is talented, but she is just so goddamn toxic. So in her own way, like right. But it's like you can't even really get. She one of those people where she don't let you root for her. On top of her, always like. You know how some people where it's like you try to support them and then and you trying to support them, they push back on you for supporting them like, nah, you don't really mean it. You know, but like you you know what it's like 
it's like trying to give somebody that you find attractive a compliment and then they hit you back with, you don't really mean that. I'm ugly. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm telling you. I took time out of my day to give you this comment. It's not like you were some stranger on the street or whatever. Like, yeah, I know you. Like, right. Also, that brings me to something. Uh, in 2018, please stop calling y'all sales ugly, please. This shit is not cute. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the boss again. You can't tell me what the fuck to do. Cardi B, six year old JPEG. But that's all right. Yo, every meme I've seen of that shit has been hysterical. Like, it really is. No one has fucked that up yet. I'm, I'm impressed. Thank you, Internet. You did good. You got yeah, it. well well done. Well done. Turn the gold over and over and over some Yeah, niggas did good on that one. They ain't fucked that one up yet. Because it's so it's so good. Cause also, it look- also, I think I thought my Halloween costume for this year. I'm picking up what you put down, but uh, but yeah, I just you know, <laughs> you know, I ain't got nothing for Zay. I mean, I did laugh when she called uh Nicki Minaj chicken of the sea. That shit was fucking funny, but I ain't got nothing else for you, sis. Good luck. So, <clears throat> we are going to introduce a new segment. <laughs> A new segment here today. Um, we haven't come up with a name for this segment yet, but we it, we gonna find a name some kind of way. When I'm, when we doing the the runner for this shit, the show hood, knows. Hood negligent reviews. Hood, you know, I like it. I like it. Um, That's I got it because I, I already know what's coming. Y'all didn't know before just that moment. But yes, we are about to do our first hood negligent review. Yes. Um, the inspiration for this came from our friends. Um. Jaden XD over at Jaden XD Podcast. Um, I also like this name because white people can't repeat it. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, we, first of all, we all know that hood hood literature is a big genre because we all know somebody. We all got an auntie that done, that done got some damn hood-ass literature and shit. So, you know. Take with that what you will, but we are going to start reviewing this shit. All right, you got the first one ready? Because I'm, again, I'm Jacqueline Carroll. I'm podcasting on the road again, so I certainly don't have one pulled up. Um, this might be a thing where we swap it off week to week. Um, it also might depend on my availability because I tend to do this on the road, you know, with some, with some regularity. But, um, yeah, Jeremy is definitely taking the rein on this this week. And, uh, Jeremy, you want to tell the people about our first selection? Yes. Yes. So the first piece on the selection is Crazy Baby Daddy Chronicles by, um, oof, please forgive me. if um, I know I'm fucking this woman's name up, but please forgive me. Niada, Niada Ray. Uh, this book was published on May 30th, 2018. And I'm just... <laughs> This is new shit. Whoa. Yes, yes, new shit. Okay, also necessarily be new shit by the way. Like, yeah, might, I'm gonna try to. We might sneak a Zane book in or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. This shit is <laughs> this shit is ninety nine cents to buy on Amazon. <laughs> How much? Ninety nine cents. This shit is ninety nine cents to review. <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah. So the uh the the summary, <laughs> the summary. <laughs> The summary. 
<clears throat> all males are males, but not all males are men. There is something to be said about males who don't take care of their children. A man who doesn't take care of for his family is no man at all. In this story, we find two women working hard to care for their children while their baby daddies run amok. First of all, just the, just that opening line alone, that sounds like some Six Browns chick shit. <laughs> yes. Oh. I am, I am giddy right now. Oh, this is oh, this is excellent. <clears throat> As I continue, meet Karma, the twenty the twenty year old mother of an autistic five year old. When Karma's baby Damn, father, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when Karma's baby father abandons her, she is forced to raise her little girl on her own. To make matters even worse, she has to care for her wheelchair bound mother and delinquent sister. Working as a motel maid while in school to get her nursing degree adds on an extra layer of pressure. First of all, just let, let me just pause right there. We we love we love a struggling nursing degree <laughs> story, don't we? Everybody everybody got somebody and their cousin. Everybody got a cousin that working on their damn nursing degree while dealing with a baby daddy. <laughs> this is excellent. This is excellent. <clears throat> and just when her world couldn't get any worse, her baby daddy, her baby daddy Omar, of course the nigga name will be Omar, strikes again. Will Karma get out of her rut and make Omar pay, or will she continue to let him drag her down? Daenerys, oh, so we're doing Game of Thrones. Okay, fine. Daenerys is also known, also known as Danny, is Karma's best friend. Together they work at the busted down motel, the diamond, where they clean after their fifth guest. Just like Karma, Danny has her own trash baby daddy to deal with. The only difference is he lives with her, and it's more of a burden than a blessing. Too afraid to leave him, she stays and endures the pain. They need to listen to Lemonade. Together, both women navigate life as they deal with their trifling, no-good, garbage baby daddies. They live completely, lives completely changed when Chief and Chase, two healers from New York, from New Jersey, come down. Both men turn their worlds upside down, but is it for the better? This fast-paced romance that this is a fast-paced romance that you won't want to put down. So we got our story. I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm wrapped right now. Like I, like, there's no way this can go wrong. This is my type of carrying on. So let's read the reviews. So first of all, this is the the, the theme of this segment. We're gonna read reviews from hood literature. Um. Hood Nigglature Reviews. Yes, Hood Nigglature Reviews. And this shit got four stars. So, okay, let's, le- let's read the reviews. Um, Let's see. Okay, here we go. Five stars. <laughs> Indeed crazy. From from the from beginning, you could... And I'm going to read these as is. From beginning, you could tell Omar wasn't shit. Like you called your own baby daddy retarded. Karma name didn't suit her. She was just trying to make it right. I hope Danny pulls through. Khaled needs some major help. I'm assuming Khaled is 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 Danny's uh, child name. <laughs> Whew, okay. No second re- number five star review. Don't let the title fool you. The title might fool you, but make no mistake. These are not average baby daddies. <laughs> what? We got a baby daddy grade occurring right now. <laughs> I, I guess we do. Okay. It's full of lies, greed. Yes, love, maybe. Can't wait to the next installment. This need, was a this was a what you say on Bianca? They need to make this into one of those uh centric movies. 
Yes. And have uh, Cordell Moore playing. It's somewhere Clifton Powell is somewhere getting ready for this role. <laughs> right, nephew Tommy is. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Okay, five stars. This was a good book. I can't wait until part two. Karma and Chief. I wonder what's going to happen to them. I'm praying for Danny because they ended with something else. Mm. All right, now let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's get a let's get a, a bad review up in here. See all twelve reviews. Let's get a let's get some let's get some some balance. Let's get some two star reviews or some shit. All right, let's get some balance up in here. Okay, t- speaking of the devil, two sl- two stars, too slow. <laughs> this book was a little too slow for my liking. Nothing happens until the end. The title is a bit a bit misleading. I won't be reading part two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One star. Move too slow to keep your interest. I skimmed a large portion of this book just to get to something of value of the story. The characters were defined, but you soon lose interest because of the slow pace. Mm. Let's see. Three stars. <laughs> three stars titled Three Stars by a random Amazon customer. Did not really like this one. <laughs> Short and sweet and simple. Uh, five stars too short this was an excellent book why did you make it so short when is the next coming on I can't wait (laughs) (laughs) this is like that was written by somebody who knows the person who wrote this book yes yeah yeah yeah. look it might have been the burn it might have been on the author burner account you know what (laughs) five stars title oh yes I'm definitely re- ready for part two. Can't wait. My eyes are wide open. I must admit, though, at the first book started out pretty boring. I'm reading these as is, y'all. Where I was about to give up on it and say forget it, but something told me to give it a chance, so I did, and now I'm glad I did. I'm anxious. Guess that. I guess Danny did. <laughs> and they can't. And I can't wait until they get Omar. I hate him and Kane. By the way, dude on the cover of the book remind me of rapper Fifty Cent in his younger days. Okay. All right. So that is the reviews for Crazy Baby Daddy Chronicles, which you can get on Amazon for 99 cents. And please, when you do that, um, you have options. You can either go to cspn.us slash sponsors, click amazon.com's uh, first banner there, and then search it that way. Or you can use uh, that same sponsors page to get a 30-day free Audible trial. Plus, if we, uh, you know what? I just thought about it. This shit probably is not an audible book. Never mind. Um, thank y'all so much for listening to this episode of the Crown of College Show. Um, want to thank uh, y'all for y'all's patience with us while we were off last week. Uh, we will be bringing y'all more of this hashtag content to keep this uh, hot summer nice and chill for everybody involved. Because, you know, that's what we do. We be chilling over here. Right. Pretty much. We be chilling. We'll be chilling and giving y'all hashtag content. So thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. Um, thank you. We, we're going to try to have fun with this new segment, <laughs> Hood Nigga Reviews. Um, and again, shout out to Jaden XD for the inspiration and the blessing to go ahead and with this segment. And uh, yeah, leave a review, share the show, like the show, and we'll see you all back next week. Yeah.